This time of year, our skin gets so dry, especially for those of us who live in cold climates. So I couldn't live without One Earth Body Care. Their Skin Fix, which is great for your entire body. It's a thick, wonderful salve. You can rub it in your hands to soften it, and it makes your skin amazing. There's a day and night facial oil, which I use every day and night, and it really, really has helped my skin. There's a sleep balm that is also a salve consistency that has lavender and other things to help you relax. Of course, my all-time favorite is their natural deodorant because I am no longer smelly. If you've got a baby, they've got a baby butt saver. The other thing that has completely transformed my hair is their shampoo and conditioner bars. They've got Skin Fix for Pets, which has helped my glue stop eating his paws all the time or nibbling on them. And of course, they also have a pet shampoo bar. Please check them out at OneEarthBodyCare.com. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Health Power. I am over the moon excited about the new schedule. I'm just going to lay it out quickly again. Monday, Thursday, and Friday, I'll be reviewing an article on Naturally Savvy. And then on Tuesday, I'll have a wonderful guest, most who probably written a book or has done something else amazing. And then every Wednesday, we've got Kayla Capiello. She's the author of Easy Allergy Free Cooking. She's a food writer, recipe developer, creator. She shares easy, healthy 30-minute or less recipes that are gluten-free and allergy-friendly. And today, Kayla, what recipe are we talking about? Hi guys. Today we're going to talk about, I have a chicken and broccoli skillet in a brown sauce. So it's pretty Asian based and kind of like at home takeout. Yeah. Let's talk about that because the other night I ordered from uh, a Chinese restaurant and I have all kinds of food sensitivities. Everyone who's been to the show, known me for years. I don't get into them. Just know I have a lot. It's complicated. So I asked for no soy sauce. And woman's like, that's not going to taste very good. And I'm like, that's okay, you know. <laughs> and sure enough, so I got this Cantonese chow fun with basil and shrimp and chicken. And it was crazy spicy, but there really wasn't much other flavor than just hot. And then my husband got it the regular way with their brown sauce, which I'm sure was full of stuff I couldn't eat. And he's like, this is delicious. And I'm like, my mouth is on fire. But she did warn me. But there's no <laughs> real flavor. So I'm excited about a brown sauce, and I'm hoping that uh, it's something that a lot of people can have that maybe can't have maybe the cornstarch or the MSG, which I don't want, or the soy sauce, because, you know, maybe people, you know, at home could use tamari, which doesn't have gluten in it. Talk to us about this. Yeah. So when I went gluten-free, I think this was the first thing that I cut out. It was like, there was no way I could figure out how to order in Chinese food safely. Right. I like called a bunch of restaurants. They're like, everything's made with soy sauce, cross-contamination. Some things are thickened with like, yes, cornstarch, but also like, what if they're throwing flour in it? And I don't know. So I just wrote it off immediately. Um, recently when I moved from Hoboken, New Jersey to Morristown, I did find a Chinese restaurant here who's super accommodating and they're willing, if you ask them to, to use either gluten-free soy sauce, tamari, coconut aminos. So that's fantastic. I tried it once, but it makes me so nervous because all this time I've gone without it. So I think like the backup was just to figure out how to make it really good at home. And it really only uses a few ingredients. I was shocked when I started like taste testing and putting together sauces that are Asian based at home to realize like there's really not a lot to it. And like you said, you're skipping all the bad stuff that's in normal takeout and just making a healthy version at home. Well, how do you, what is in your brown sauce? I should ask, first of all. 
So I start with a soy sauce base and obviously I'm choosing like a gluten-free soy sauce, but if I don't have a gluten-free soy sauce at home, I'm substituting tamari, coconut aminos, or liquid aminos. Um, Specifically, if anyone's looking, I buy the Bragg brand. They have really good liquid aminos. Um, So it's a cup and a half of that, which is really like the base of the sauce. And then I add in two teaspoons of hot sauce because I like mine to be spicy, but that's totally optional. And then I also add in some brown sugar and sesame oil. If you're looking to cut back on sugar, you're watching your sugar, you're diabetic, you can always use a sugar substitute there. I like brown sugar because I put it in my coffee. Like I always have it hanging around. But if you're not a brown sugar person, you can always use honey. You can use agave. You can use even sometimes they use sugar-free maple syrup. Whatever you choose to sweeten your sauce with, that's like the perfect tablespoon of it. And it makes it keep, it keeps it really healthy. Well, so that that's it. That's, that's amazing. It. That's all I put in my brown sauce. <laughs> oh my God. I should have looked at this more carefully. I could have made that and put it on top of the noodles with the chicken and the yeah. shrimp. Everything else was good. And that's the other thing. It's so easy. Like if you have a dish from someplace else that you ask for without the soy sauce, yeah. when you come home, you just like mix this up really quickly and you can pour it on top and it tastes very similar. Um, I also have like another version of this, which we can definitely like cover in one of the other episodes, but I also add a bit of peanut butter to it to make it like this creamy peanut sauce on top. Cause again, when I order Thai, I'm nervous. Right. So if I make my own sauce at home, it's like really easy. Oh, that sounds so good. Now for people who are new to some of these things, what are coconut aminos? Oh gosh. Okay. So (laughs) it's basically a coconut based sauce. Um, it is not heavy in fat the way a coconut milk or a coconut cream would be, but it tastes the same as a soy sauce. So you still get that salty, like soy sauce, Asian flavor, but just straight made from coconuts. Um, It's really free of all of the bad things that you would think, like you said, MSG, like added sugar. It's really just a a clean, healthy way to consume something that tastes like soy sauce, but it's just made from coconuts. The other thing you said, which I thought, wait, is that an oxymoron? You said maple, sugar-free maple syrup. Yes. How does that exist? And what the heck is that? I mean, is that like a a maple syrup substitute of some kind? Yeah, so it is. It's um, a maple syrup that they, I I guess I should check on this, but it's a maple (laughs) syrup that they don't add extra sugar to. So when you're buying not a full, I like to buy my, my, um, Ooh, I just got choked up there. I maple like to syrup. buy my maple syrup from Trader Joe's because it's a hundred percent pure maple syrup. Oh, but I see when you go to about. a grocery store and you're mm-hmm. buying one that's, it just tastes like maple syrup, but, but it's, corn it's syrup lattes, and, yes. they're adding all this sugar to it. I see. So if okay. I'm not at Trader Joe's, but I'm still buying like the store-bought one because it's cheap and it's simple, I just buy it without the added sugar. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, I was curious about that. And then the liquid aminos is soy-based, correct? I'm going to look that up because... That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Bragg's is a soy base, but it doesn't have the wheat. It is. So it's an umami flavored, obviously Mm -hmm. it's gluten-free, but it's a liquid seasoning that's made from soybeans. Okay. So it's a sauce that still obviously has the soy, but it's not made with the wheat that soy sauce is made from. This is all like very confusing. Yeah. (laughs) Now Sometimes like my husband uh will look at something and be like, 
oh, like it has soy in it. Like you can't have it. And I'm like, but I can eat the soy, but it's the soy sauce that has gluten in it, but I can't exactly. So if you're here for the first time and you're confused, (laughs) it's totally fine. Now, tamari is soy sauce without gluten, correct? So tamari is a soy-based sauce. It does not have any of the gluten or any of the wheat in it. So it should always be naturally gluten-free. Now, I kind of hesitate to say that because I feel like whenever I say something should always be naturally gluten-free, there's like one brand out (laughs) there that like decides to add it. But in my experience, I mean, I'm always reading labels just to double check, but tamari should always be the gluten-free version. Okay. Now it seems like if you want to be totally safe, the Braggs is a good way to go. They have such a great reputation. And also the coconut aminos is a good way to go. For sure. Now what else is in this recipe? You got so the brown sauce. I use um, rice as the base and you can definitely choose from any rice out there. You can use jasmine rice. If you want a lower carb option, you can use brown rice. And I always say that if you want an even lower carb option, you can either mix brown rice with cauliflower rice, or you could just use all cauliflower rice. Um, It's totally up to you what rice you like, what you want to use, what you want the texture to be. Because inherently, if you use all cauliflower rice, it's going to be a bit mushier than if you're using brown rice with it. I like to mix the two because you still seem to be getting a heaping portion but half is cauliflower and half is brown or half is cauliflower and half yeah. is white. But what I really like to do to cut back on time here is I buy frozen rice. Trader Joe's, I know Whole Foods, they all have rice in their frozen section and it really cuts down on the time. So you don't have to like make all the rice straight out of the bag from scratch and you can save yourself 20, 30 minutes and you know it's going to be like fluffy and perfect every single time. So I'm a big fan of the frozen rice. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I used to make rice all the time in my rice cooker. I mean, it was something mm-hmm. I always did. And then a couple of years ago, I discovered the frozen rice and the texture is perfect. Yeah, it's a game it's changer. It's perfect. And it takes, I you cook it two to three minutes. Yeah, that's it's it. super easy. So when I graduated from college and I started cooking on my own, I was a big instant rice person. I wasn't even buying like the boil in a bag. I was just buying like the microwavable rice pouches because they were so easy. Yeah. Um, So after that, I did graduate to making my own rice, but I feel like I can't ever get the brown rice texture correct. It's always like, I don't know, it's not fluffy and it's it's like a little bit undercooked every single time. And I just... I'm going to say it myself, like I am not perfect. (laughs) So when you buy the frozen brown rice, you know it's perfect. Like you know it's great every single time. So I just throw the brown rice or the cauliflower rice or the white rice, whatever you're buying, but I just throw the frozen one into the frying pan, like in the skillet, and I let it cook in there with all the other ingredients, and it really cuts back on the time. Yeah, that is good. I will give a hint. If people do want to use their rice cooker – and it's two cups of water to one cup of rice. To me, that comes out too mushy. But I like my I like my brown rice a little toothy, not like hard, but just a little bit chewy. So I'll do maybe one between one and a half to one and three quarters, like right in between that uh, of water to the one cup of rice. And it comes out pretty good. So now I'm thinking right. maybe I should start using my rice cooker again. Yeah, me too. I'm like, time, I'm <laughs> at the same time, it is nice for convenience sake. All right. What else do we have in this dish? 
What so kind of vegetable? I add chicken to mine. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're vegan, if you're vegetarian, if you're just not looking for the protein tonight, you can always skip the chicken. But I use chicken. Um, I either prep all my chicken at the beginning of the week. So I'll throw it on the grill. I'll throw it in the oven. I'll just make sure like I have chicken prepared on Monday to throw in all my dinners during the week. So on Tuesday, when I go to make my dinner, I don't have to waste that time. Like it's already prepped for me. Um, If I'm really lazy, I'll buy a rotisserie chicken at the grocery store. That's my game. At home, (laughs) shred it. And then it's just there for the whole week too. So any of these options work. Right. But for this one, I used grilled chicken. I made it earlier in the week and I kept a cup of it like diced and ready to go for this recipe. So after I put in the frozen rice, I put in all of the diced chicken that was cooked and it's just warming now with what should be brown rice, but I'm probably using white rice. (laughs) (laughs) And then you add the brown sauce. And did you say there's broccoli in this as well? Yep. So after the rice is warmed up, the chicken is warmed up. It should only take about five minutes because remember, you're not cooking anything. You're just warming this all up. I mix together my sauce. I pour my sauce on top and I also add broccoli. Now, if you're a person who likes very cooked broccoli, you should add the broccoli when you're adding the rice. So the broccoli is cut into smaller florets. It's cooking quickly and it's not going to get like that really crunchy texture. But if you're a person who likes fresh broccoli, you want it to be crunchy and green, you can add it anywhere in this recipe. Just make sure it's to the right cooking consistency by the time you're adding the brown sauce. Right. You know what I love? I love all my vegetables in the air fryer. Oh, I love that too. Right. So I would probably put mine in the air fryer. I like it to get a little bit crispy. And then that that tastes good in the recipe. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You can use any of these options. I often make this recipe when I have broccoli left over from the night before. So, you know, I made chicken cutlets, broccoli, and let's say like mashed potatoes. And I purposely made double broccoli. So then I keep it. And this one is really just like a clean out the fridge. Like if you have other veggies that you want to throw in this, you can. So if you have, let's say, peppers and onions that are left over from something, you can chop them up and add them in. If you have zucchini, if you have carrots, like any of these things work well in this recipe. So it's really a great clean out your fridge um, dinner. Oh, that sounds great. And then I'm such a fan of adding nuts to my Chinese food. So if it's a peanut-based sauce, I love adding crushed peanuts. But in this one, I actually use cashews. Um, I'm allergic to almonds. I'm allergic to pistachios, hazelnuts. Uh, I think that's the whole list. But I'm not allergic to cashews. I'm not allergic to peanuts and I'm not allergic to pecans. So I love to add them anywhere I can. So for this one, I actually use, you can use any cashews for this, but I actually use at Trader Joe's. They have a spicy chili garlic cashew and it really gives like a good pop of spice. So after the whole meal is cooked and you're plating, I like to sprinkle them on top. Oh, that sounds great. I mean, the dish sounds great, even if you can't have any nuts. Like, it yeah, sounds, for sure. Yeah, that's the thing. Really I feel like it just it tastes so much like takeout that if you have to omit the chicken or you have to omit, let's say, the cashews, it's just such a good sauce base yeah. that you're going to enjoy the dish no matter what. You know what I love is I love rice pasta. So I think I would make this with the rice pasta for Oh, that's interesting. Talk to me about that. Well, you know, that's one of the reasons I ordered that Cantonese chow fun dish, even though I knew it wasn't going to be that great without their brown sauce. 
the texture of like a thick white rice noodle Ooh, that is, is heaven. I Love also it. like the thin ones. The vermicelli ones, not as much, but oh, there's something about that texture that I absolutely love. Now I try not to eat a lot of refried, refried, refined <laughs> grains because they're not my friends, but for a treat, I would definitely use the rice pasta. I absolutely love it. There's some good brown rice pasta. I can't remember the brand, but if I do, I'll put it in the show notes. It's really good. Ooh, it just, good. it just, I like, I like chewy and it's like, I see, I see. if you overcook it and it's soft, no, it's got to have that <laughs> toothiness to it. It's, I, I Right, I agree. That's why I like the white rice because I'm like it's substantial. Yes, you feel like you're eating a lot of it. I I can see that. Yeah. Now, how do listeners get this recipe? And tell us about your Substack in general because it's fat. I signed up for it and it's fabulous. Oh yay! Thanks. Yeah. So basically, my Substack is a meal prep plan that you get every Friday, and I'm planning ahead, but I'm not. It's literally. Everything that I have made this week, now you're getting the recipe for. So I know what I'm making for the week. I do think about my recipes like before I go grocery shopping, so I'm buying in bulk. So the same way we talked about like if I'm making two chicken dishes this week, I know on Sunday that's what I'm doing, so I'm prepping the chicken. So on every Friday, you get five full recipes. They're all dinner recipes, gluten-free, dairy-free. They have other health or dietary restriction options. You get them sent straight to your email with an accompanying grocery list. So when you're at the grocery store, you know exactly what you need to buy for each dish for the whole week. Um, I take a lot of time to specify if I like a specific brand. So I know we talked about Trader Joe's and Whole Foods and Bragg. I love to include that in the email because it's like if I'm making it successfully with these products, I know you can make it successfully too. And I know a lot of people have questions about like what products they're using in these recipes to make them gluten-free, dairy-free. So I love to suggest that as well. Um, Also, the best part about my Substack is that you can email me directly. Let's say you're cooking, you're at the grocery store, you forgot this one ingredient, what can you sub for it? The grocery store didn't have this ingredient, what can you use now? I email back right away. It comes directly to my email. I have my email on my phone. I get an alert. Like I can have a one-on-one conversation with all the people out there who are meal prepping each week. And I just, I think that's like so gratifying to be able to talk to people one-on-one. Absolutely. So how do we do this? How do we get that? So you can go over to my Substack page. Um, It is called kaylacapiello.substack.com. And if that's really hard to remember, you can also go to my Instagram and at my link in bio, you can click that and you can sign up right there to be part of the meal prep. Okay. And I'll have this in the show notes too, to make it easy. Well, I'm going to make this for dinner tonight. Uh, I'm going to try and make it with the rice noodles. That's that's the one that should be on my meal prep plan this week. That one sounds fantastic. If you find a thicker rice noodle, like thicker in diameter. Wait, okay. is that it? No, not diameter. Width in width. Yes. Width. Let me know because I haven't been able to find one. You know what I should do? I think there's an Asian grocery store not too far from me. Oh, Asian grocery stores are. The I best. would find it. They yes. have the best options. Okay, yeah, I should definitely do that. Kayla, this was so much fun, and the good news, yes, everyone, is she's going to be here every Wednesday. Get her Substack. It's incredibly cheap, especially the fact that you got all these great recipes. And you get to email with Kayla. I mean, that's pretty amazing. Thank so do you check it out. Kayla, was there anything you wanted to add today? 
No, not really. Just make sure you guys sign up, follow along, and next week we'll be here talking about a brand new gluten-free, dairy-free, and healthy recipe. Awesome. All right, everybody, keep coming back. Remember, Monday through Friday, you get to enjoy health power. I'm so excited. And uh, rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your family, and uh, enjoy your week. Thank you. Well, that's it for our show today. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. And we would appreciate it if you could please rate and review and leave a comment because the more you engage with our podcast, the more you will find it and help other people find it wherever they listen to their podcast. So be sure to follow us. I'm at Andrea Donsky and at Naturally Savvy and Lisa at Lisa Davis MPH. Thank you so much. And please share this episode because the more you share shows you care. We'll see you next time.